Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode 32. I'm recording this episode during Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, but I've got to admit that fall as a season, fall winter, I guess you could say, I have a love-hate relationship with it. It's my favorite time of year because of the fashion, (laughs) let's be real, sweaters, I love sweater weather, I love boots, all of the warm, cozy uh, blankets and hot cocoa and hot cider and all, all of that stuff. I just love it. But here's what I hate about it. I hate the days ending so early. That's the love-hate relationship. And even as I record this, It's early in the morning and it's still dark outside and it's probably an hour and a half before dawn. But here I am, I'm working, I'm doing stuff. But it feels very strange to be doing it in the dark. And this has gotten me thinking about the love-hate relationship that you can have with a job search. On the one hand, it's full of promise, you see the potential, you are excited about that next job opportunity, and if you're giving yourself a promotion in your job search, there's something exciting about that. But then there's the dark stuff, the stuff that isn't fun, the feelings of overwhelm, and the thought that it's never going to end, that you might just be looking for ever to find this great new role. My life coach, Brooke Castillo, talks about the 50-50 of life a lot. And once you realize that, hey, there's going to be 50% of life and your job search that goes great, and there's going to be 50% that honestly just doesn't feel good or isn't going the way you want it to. But what's awesome about 50-50 is when you know ahead of time that that's just normal, then you don't over-celebrate the good stuff. Enjoy it, of course. But you also don't stress out about the bad stuff. So think about this concept of 50-50 when it comes to your job search. And for today's episode, I'm going to explore a little bit of the 50-50, and in this case, the bad half, what we would want to call negative side, because I'm going to put this into, man, at least two parts, maybe even three, because I want to talk about the common job search challenges and how to overcome them. And so far, my running list includes, and in no particular order, organization, the thoughts you tell yourself, context, Thursdays, 
And I know there's going to be more because that's just the way a job search is, guys. It's it's 50-50. It's a roller coaster ride. The anticipation is awesome. And then that that steep drop is scary. Let's just face it. So first, let's talk about organization. Oftentimes, my clients in the course of our work together will just ask me about how to stay organized and what is the best way to stay organized. And my answer is always, there's no right or wrong to staying organized in your job search. The best way to stay organized is the way you were organized in your regular job or the way you are organized if you're still employed but looking. What works for you? Do you use Excel spreadsheets to stay organized? Do you use your calendar? What is it about your regular habits in your work life that have always kept you on track? This is absolutely the best way to tackle organization in your job search. And here's why, because it's familiar. Your brain will want to tell you that there is absolutely nothing in your job search that's like other aspects of your life. And it's actually not true. It's really just about context. And this idea that everything's different doesn't have to be the ruling factor in your job search. You can actually decide that there's not as much different as you think. And if you scheduling time and blocking out sections of time to tackle important projects was a way that you stayed productive during your work day, then this is exactly the habit that you can apply to your job search. Now, you may be employed, and that means that your pockets of time are going to be significantly important to you because those little pockets of time in the morning, on your lunch break, in the evenings, maybe even on the weekends are going to play a role for you that they might not if you are seeking a job and you're unemployed. But I want you to remember that you have total control of your organization. And I want you to go back to what works for you. The job search doesn't have to be this ambiguous soup, this mind drama that our brain wants to serve up. So when you find yourself struggling, wondering about how you can track all of this and, and stay organized, take some time to think about what you did. The other thing that oftentimes comes into play when it comes to being organized in your job search is accountability. And that's a role that occasionally I will play with clients when we're working together. If they want me to help them stay accountable, I'm always happy to ask questions about how it's going and have they stayed committed to the goals that they set for themselves. But I also want you to think about accountability like you did during your 
work life. If your boss invited you to a meeting, if your team had a meeting scheduled, a strategy session or a brainstorming session, would you show up for those meetings or would you just blow them off? It's interesting how your accountability to yourself is so easy to just discount. And the way you treated your work life and the accountability to the people around you and the way you showed up for the people around you can sometimes be so different than the way you show up in your job search. I want you to think about that because if you were working on a project for someone else, man, you would be giving your best. I know that about you. I do. You wouldn't be listening to me if that wasn't the kind of person you are. So why don't you show up for you? Look at overcoming challenges in your job search as overcoming any challenge that you would in a project. Dealing with ambiguity, dealing with uncertainty, dealing with lack of organization. How did you handle those things in your work life? Apply those same principles, apply that same discipline. Most importantly, apply that same mindset to what you do for yourself. You are project you and anything that you could do for a boss, a coworker, a friend, for someone that you care about, you can do that for yourself. How do you overcome the challenge of organization in your job search? You overcome it by looking at the ways that you overcame organizational challenges in your day-to-day work life and you just plug and play those into your job search. It works so well because it's like muscle memory. You're familiar with it and it worked for you in the past. There's no reason to think it won't work for you in your future, in your day-to-day of what you're doing to land that next great role. All right, part one, tune in next week for part two. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.